Hey, I'm Dwayne. And I'm Jennifer. And together we're doing the podcast, Roots. The Unseen Life. Come on a journey with us. You'll produce a system of roots that will stabilize you and... Produce fruit. We're going somewhere. Come along with us. Well, hey, hey, hey. Or ho, ho, ho. Oh my gosh, Jen. We are in the spirit. Yes. Welcome to Roots, our Christmas edition. So, do you like Christmas? And if so, what do you like about Christmas? <laughs> do I like Christmas? I love Christmas. And, and uh, flesh that out. Why? Well, I, we're going to get into the spiritual stuff, you know, here. So I won't reference the spiritual stuff necessarily. Um, but I love that it's a, a forced time to be with family. Like forced meaning it's built into society and culture Everyone has Christmas Day off, minus the guy that has to work at 7-Eleven. That's kind of unfortunate. But um, so I love just spending time with family. I love making traditions and memories. Yes. All of that. I love it, love it, love it. And so, I mean, what happens if you don't have family and Mm -hmm. then your friends are in short supply in this season of Mm -hmm. your life? Well, it's lonely. Mm -hmm. And so I think, hey, everyone, look around. See if there's someone that doesn't have a place to go. This is a time where the lonely get put in families. Mm-hmm. It's a time for us as a family to look for other people to see who who needs a place to go. To bring people in. And so we typically in the afternoon, we, I mean, we have some sacred moments as a family that it, it's just kind of just, we do it intimate and small. Yep. But then typically we, you know, have a time when we invite many people Others over. to come over. And yeah. we play games and we eat snacks and we just enjoy each yeah, other. Yeah, because we've done... Um, Christmas together now some 30 odd years <laughs> yeah we have and it's just I mean we've done it internationally mm-hmm. and so we've known what it's to be like you know even pre-kids mm-hmm. we we were like isolated yeah just in Budapest like some of those experiences mm-hmm. um, so we know what it kind of means not to be close to family yeah yeah most you know, or close to relationships well yeah. I would say most of our Christmases have not been with family our, Ex- like our, our, our family yeah, yeah. It's like mo- your parents, right, my parents. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, but it's mostly been um, it's mostly been us with our kids in yes. this last season. So, yes. all right. So Christmas is a positive experience for many, but also it's a little isolating for some. Is right. that what we're coming that's to, Jen? A, uh, that's what we're saying. And can we just address the fact that we're wearing uh, special hats? For those that um, are only listening, I'll just describe my... I have a little hat, and I'll say it's a... Uh, Party on one side, business on the other. <laughs> so got some sequins on one part of my elf hat, and the other part is just simpler. Like I could wear it to work, you know. And it, you've got a good-looking elf hat with some extra-large ears. Well, you say I don't always listen, so I'm, I'm practicing my listening. How, how is this What's listening? What's the color of it? Um, Red and white, is it? Okay. Um, no, it's well, red Well, it's like I can't even see it, so you're, she looks at me like I'm an idiot. I can't see it because it's on my head. Okay, good memory, bud. Uh, red and green. Red and green. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's what go- I thought. With some good old ears yeah, on there. See, this is where I was getting the green white. Yeah, from. and we got we got Christmas mugs. In case you're wondering, I've got a little. But they're super cheap, and they get really hot quickly. <laughs> yeah. So I actually burned my hand a little. Well, bit. yeah, slightly. I got them at the one spot. There you go. So they were at Target one a dollar. So a dollar, and um, they have the, uh, um, you know, the feel of a dollar. The feel of a dollar. It's working out though. Yeah. So. 
Sorry, I interrupted. No, you didn't. I, I had to reference yeah, our everything hats. world. Everything, every word's a pearl, so never are you interrupting. <laughs> um, I do need to apologize in advance. I've got a bit of a tickle. Um, Jen's feeling connected about smoking. <laughs> <laughs> See? Did you hear it? That's a smoker's cough right there. <laughs> And if you smoke, I'm not. I'm not condemning you, but she's got it. <laughs> you got a friend in me. Um, no, I'm drinking my throat special throat tea, which I think tastes like garbage. But hopefully, it'll keep me from coughing during, during our session. During this powerful podcast that's changing lives one podcast at a time. Uh, yeah, and I don't know where we're trending right now, but I'm sure it's somewhere. So. Um, we have a little friend group we hang out with on Sundays. And so yesterday, to be honest with you, um, I always, I know there's going to, like I said this yesterday and people's faces were a little bit shocked. I have a hard time when I am preaching to a crowd. Actually, I find Christmas incredibly challenging. Mm -hmm. And part of it is, is we've all grown, you know, I've been around people that have been growing. <coughs> Sorry for the call. I've been growing around you know, just going to church every Christmas for some 50-some years now. Right. That's been my life. And so you just, what do you talk about uh -huh. that where it's actually fresh? Right. And it's not just kind of, oh, gives me those Christmas warm, cozy feelings. Right. But well, you don't like theme messages, period. No, I mean, not necessarily. But it's more for me, it's like, what do you, how do you, how, what do you teach at Christmas? Uh -huh. And so I... I didn't know what to say, yeah. to be honest with you. I was sitting there pondering. And, and so I actually, um, I was doing some Advents, just looking at, at an Advent, the coming. And so different guys are doing Advent sessions and series and all that kind of stuff. And so I stumbled along the the uh, Hark the Herald Angels Sing Christmas Carol. Yeah. And I just started looking at it. Started and rapping it is what you did. It's good. This is why we don't have a career in music. Weird. There you go. So I started looking at it. So Charles Wesley wrote it. Uh-huh. And so it's John and Charles Wesley. They were brothers. And John was more the, you know, the 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 preacher, the evangelist, the church planter. Uh, but they were both had a love of theology. Right. But Charles was actually a musician, songwriter. And so he wrote songs really with, you know, what we're told is really to teach... Um, the illiterate theology about right. God. Which is amazing. It's and, beautiful. And it is beautiful. And we know that when you sing mm -hmm. theology, you mm -hmm. learn theology. Right. And even, you know, every every teacher, no, especially younger age, makes kids learn these songs to learn the capitals and the presidents and, you know, all these things. 100%. It, you learn faster when you're singing something. Yes. And then to take depth and content, particularly amongst people who are illiterate, my goodness, this was brilliant. This is, well, it's an age-old strategy. It's been around. Oh, 100%. I yeah. mean, faith comes by hearing the word. Many yes. people didn't read. Right. You know, so it, the gospel it got. makes yep. sense. And so what we did yesterday is we just went, I used the, the carol. Um, as the outline for the message, and I just went through line by line unpacking this carol, yeah. and it is powerful, actually. I mean, it's so, it was fun. We had some younger people in the room, and it was just, we had, we had a great time. And so, first of all, I want to I want to just use the, I just want to highlight one verse here, and then we'll just talk a little bit about the carol. 
Um, but Proverbs chapter three, three, three from the Song of Solomon, <laughs> the wise, verse 23, here's what he says. Keep your heart with all di- diligence, for out of it springs the issues of life. And so yesterday I just highlighted the fact that it is actually the simple things. Mm-hmm. So the profound yet simple things are actually the things we need to keep fresh in our hearts. Yeah. Because it's when we get dull and bored that we cannot love and we cannot worship the way that we're called to. Uh-huh. And so to me, it yeah. is keeping the truths of Jesus, first of all, fresh. Yeah. Keeping those truths of Jesus alive. Uh-huh. And it's in those aspects of Jesus, then I think I can enter into loving him in a very practical, tangible, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly reality. Mm-hmm. And then also it is it, it keeps my worship fresh. Yeah, it's good. And so um, often we position ourselves in worship and our devotional, what can you do for me? We sing songs about what he's done for me. And I think it's actually when we sing songs about him mm-hmm. and we focus our, our, our theology on him that mm-hmm. actually there's the greatest place we love and worship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that's what this this carol is powerful. And so, you know, we're not going to go through the entire thing. Um, first of all, it's old English. So it's like, excuse me, what? Hark? Listen! Right. Yeah. That's what they say. Right. The herald angel sings. So the messaging herald the messaging angels are singing. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you'd like to talk about, Jen, in this in this one? Uh, you mean this first line? The first, uh, let's use the word correctly, stanza. Okay there, bud. <laughs> no, it's just, I mean, you know, peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled, joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph in the skies with angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. So this is so rich and dense. Yes. I mean, boom. Hey, everyone, pay attention. Something huge is happening. Yes. And then to go on uh, about God and sinners reconciled. My yes. goodness. I'm just, I, I mean, I know you're, we're going to work our way through this, but the fact that God, okay, God became a man, right? Yeah. But we're going to hit that later on. But a baby, mm-hmm. that I could ponder that for a long, long, long time. Well, let's well there, let you let's let's just jump around here. Um, but where is it here? Oh, oh just my sing goodness! It. It's just like the alphabet. Uh, oh, here we go. This is the phrase. Let's let's talk about this for a second here. Yeah. So, in second stanza, Good. third, fourth, fourth line. Veiled in flesh, the Godhead see, hail the incarnate deity. Yeah. And so it's just, it's it's wild. So he actually veils himself mm-hmm. in in flesh. Yeah. And so um, I, I said this yesterday, if you ever want to hear teaching on the incarnation, go listen to Alan Hood. Oh, yeah, He's his got, stuff is so good. But it, it, it's just powerful yeah. that God... You know, in here, it actually says the first line of the second stanza, he lays aside his glory. Mm-hmm. So he stepped out of eternity. He stepped out of glory, stepped out of heaven, mm-hmm. and then in and became flesh. Yeah. But he came as a baby. Yeah. So he lays aside everything mm-hmm. and makes himself dependent. And yeah. that's how God introduces himself to humanity. Yeah. 
which is says so much about God. Yes. I mean, there would be no humility unless mm-hmm. he's the author of humility. He mm-hmm. embodies humility. He displayed humility. So when he calls us to humility, he's not a talking head. Right. It, he, he, who has ever done what God has done? Nobody. And I, I mean, I get off on world religions, but what other world religion? Now, of course, I believe Jesus is the only way and Christianity is, this is it. But what other world religion does the God serve the people? No, there's, does the God there's take no, on humanity, you know, no, frailty? There, there's no other man. There's no other world religion that actually has the incarnation story in it. Yeah, all of the, all of other world religions are you try harder and do better. Yes, this one is the deity came and became one of us and modeled a life. Yes. And so it is a life that we're to follow and be discipled by. And so it is powerful to me that the second person of the Trinity became a man, became yeah. one of us. And so that, that it, 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 to me, it, it, in his coming, he said, I'm going to model and walk this out, mm-hmm. this life mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. And he endured all of our temptations and he endured you know, more pain than I've ever endured. Right. And, and in it, it is such a beautiful story where he becomes one of us and then becomes our sacrifice. He as becomes a man and then he takes this on and he, and he, you know, he dies my penalty. He takes my penalty, but it's, but it's, this is where Charles is, is teaching. He, He came veiled himself in flesh and only introduced himself to some but in the in Jesus was the fullness of God mm-hmm. he told his disciples if you've seen me you've seen the father yep. so that we get that but then um for us the born that no let, let me just hit that second so mild he lays his glory by born that man no more may die yeah and so this is um you know, this is where I want to draw your attention to as we're talking here today is remind yourself of these truths. Yeah. There's so much happened. So much theology happened when Jesus became a man, when yeah. he, at, 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 um, at his birth. And yet we, we kind of just, oh yeah, I remember that. And right. I actually want you in this Christmas season to slow down, get before the Lord and get into the word and allow some of these truths just to to cause you to love him. Yeah. Cause them to worship. Yes. Listen, you were born alive physically, but spiritually you were born dead. Yeah. And you had no hope and you were eternally doomed to be dead spiritually on yeah. the inside. And and Charles says, no, he was born that you may no more day that he was born that man no more may die what that is what he was communicating there is we the whole conversation with nicodemus how can a man go Mm -hmm. in and be born again Mm -hmm. and he goes no you're made of physical and you're made of spirit Mm -hmm. and it is your spirit through the work of jesus that now eternal life has Mm -hmm. come to you Mm -hmm. because he was born a man and and died at the cross, the resurrection yeah. that has now produced eternal life in us. It's amazing. And and I just want you to know, like just just sit and ponder. You're not going to die. Yeah. Now physically, you're go- this physical body will die, and so 
the impact of that is going to be enormous because of our relational connection in this age. Mm-hmm. So if you were to die, mm-hmm. I'd be devastated for the rest Ever? of my life. For the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, you would, baby. And so it's going to have massive impact. Yeah. But the reality is you, mm-hmm. you're not going to, you, I mean, it's to me, it's like death is like, boom, it yeah. happens. And all of a sudden, you now are experiencing a whole new reality, but mm-hmm. you will not taste death. Right. Your physical body's going to die, mm-hmm. but your spirit, mm-hmm. i.e., I think your inner thoughts, mm-hmm. your all of that is going to boom. And that is because Jesus was born. Right. You now have that. Right. I don't, to be honest with you, I can say this clearly. I don't fear dying. Uh huh. Uh huh. Like, I actually, in a, I'm going, it's going to be an amazing experience mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I will step into eternity. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's where the Godhead, that's where the Father right. is. That's right. where the Son is. So right. um, born that no yeah. more. And just that one phrase during this season, just meditate on it mm-hmm. and allow love for the Lord, worship for the yeah. Lord to come forth. And it, it's so easy to get lost in all the activities around Christmas and it, it's, fun. it's fun. There's office parties. There's white elephant gift exchange. I mean, there's just stuff. There's sweaters. There's oh, good point, Dwayne. There's sweaters. There's Christmas cookies. Everything. And I, I, I love it. I love it all. I'm, yep. I love presents. I love decorating. I love the Christmas tree. I love it. But it takes effort because of all the activity to do what you're talking about. To dial down and ponder. Yeah. And just embrace the mystery of it yes and as a mother i know what it's like to nurse a baby and Uh i just think jesus literally had to be fed by his mother yeah like the one who was there and and creation came into being allowed himself to come in the most fragile form imaginable. Mm-hmm. He didn't show up on the scene as a soldier. He showed up dependent, fragile as an infant. I mean, humility beyond humility. He, and and not a palace, a stable. Yep. Outside with a cow. You know what yep. I mean? So yep. all of that is unbelievable. And then unto the fact that that little baby then also grew up. I mean, had transition stages. He was double digits at one point and 13. And, you know, he grew up. I don't know. He really is the great high priest who's sympathetic. Mm -hmm. He didn't. He knows our journey. He knows our journey. Not because he read a book on it. Not just because he created us, but because he walked it. He lived it. He experienced it. And I, if I were him, I'd be intolerant. I'd be judgy. You know right, what I mean? Right, 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 right. And yet he's sympathetic and is kind and and paid the ultimate price. I was guilty. He was innocent. The wages of sin is death. He paid the penalty for my sin so that I can be reconciled. Mm-hmm. Like it is mind blowing. It it's the gospel. Yep. It, and it's beautiful. It's powerful. It is powerful. Ho let's, ho ho. Let's hit <laughs> let's hit another <laughs> point here. Um, hail the incarnate deity next phrase pleased as men with men to dwell Jesus are Emmanuel and so that was throughout the prophetic scriptures um, that God would come and once again dwell with man 
And Emmanuel means? God with us. Yeah. And so um, I want to first go to actually, um, I want to first go to Revelation chapter 21. Yeah. So the full plan of redemption, the full plan of redeeming the earth, humanity mm -hmm. um, from sin is, is actually for the purpose of God to dwell with man. So Revelation 21, the first verses there, it's, um, it's clear that the redemptive plan is the ultimate God dwelling with man. Yes. And so Jesus came, yes. dwelt among us as a man, and then actually is, you know, history is going to end with the Father coming and dwelling with us. Yeah. And so I just want us to also pay attention that in the plan, the journey of the, the story, the powerful truth is that God wants to again dwell with man. Yeah. And so like that it was in the garden. Right. And so it's 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 these truths don't always penetrate us. Yeah. But I like you just you know, in the history of Israel, you've got Mount Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. So that was God coming to went down. Mm -hmm. I mean, a, a violent mm -hmm. like like disruption took place the mountain shaking thundering lightning mm -hmm. the fear of the lord hit them in a powerful way right terrifying yeah and they're like moses you go talk to god mm -hmm. like that was part of the story even and mm -hmm. just the the prophetic scriptures the the messianic pr prophetic uh, promises just all of that mm-hmm and then all of a sudden, nobody sees him coming. Yeah. And so that is the part that, first of all, I want to highlight. Nobody saw him coming. Mm -hmm. And so 400-year gap between mm -hmm. Malachi and the, and the coming of Jesus. So it was, it was pretty silent. But we had in there a handful. So yeah. Simeon and Anna, we know for sure, mm -hmm. they knew of him. Mm -hmm. So Mary, the mother of Jesus, mm -hmm. knows. Joseph, the father, knows. Um, then we've Elizabeth. got Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. They know. Mm -hmm. But it's it was it had to be a mind blowing reality mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when you understood. Oh my goodness, the Messiah is here. Yeah, i.e. the Son of God, God coming to dwell, and it must have been such a revelation, but so disruptive to their lives. Absolutely. And so that's where I actually want to live with that. Yeah. I want that type of disruption. Yes. And I want the boredom with the story of Christmas to be moved off my heart. And I want to worship. Yeah. You came to dwell among us. Now, look at this. I, I got to hit this phrase because it, to me, it flushes over the last, last stanza. One of the last phrases fixed in us, thy humble home. And Charles was going, he didn't only come to dwell amongst us. The outworking now of the Holy Spirit being given is now the through the Holy Spirit. God lives in you. Which is crazy. Which is just, I don't know these things. We don't fully grasp them. And that's yeah. what I want for you who are listening. During this Christmas season, I want you to be like, just take one of these truths. Go type it in online find it and then just take one of these truths and just study them yeah worship around them listen god lives in you in the form of the holy spirit this is insanity and through that communion with your mm -hmm. in your spirit mm -hmm. actually you have the fullness of god in you yeah and that's where just i love this i so enjoyed going through this i thought it was incredible um 
beautiful. I thought it was amazing. But in do in going through this, it massively um, uh, just f- I want to focus on these truths and keep them fresh and alive. Yeah, absolutely. That that is so good, Dwayne. And I think it is so. Uh, it, it's just easy because it's such a simple story. We forget how profound it is. Absolutely. And, and I think that's the point. That's the point. And, you know, you think it, it, God's heart all along was to be with God and man. I yes. mean, it started in the garden. Yep. And then, you know, the tent and then the mountain. And then Jesus came in bodily form. And yes. then now in the form of the Holy Spirit in us. Yes. It's always been he wanted us. Yep. That is unbelievable. It's, it's, it's pretty incredible. It is pretty incredible. So this Christmas... It's just reflect a little more and keep it fresh. Yeah, like and if it's if it's not fresh, like I'm thinking, some of you are you've been to church maybe two times in the last six months. Even if that is your posture, I want to call you to stir up your holy faith. Yeah, yeah. And I promise you, if you're in that place, you're struggling with some things. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works, and I, that's why I wanted to start out with Proverbs four. You have to pay attention to your inner life. Yeah. You've got to pay attention to mm-hmm. what is going on there. And Solomon said, out of it, sh- it springs the issues of life, Proverbs 4, 23. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in that place, I want to call you to shake off some of this dust and get hungry, yeah. spiritually hungry. And how you get hungry is you meditate on truth. Yeah. You hear teaching on truth. I'm not talking teaching that, tells you how to live a happy life. I'm talking about get the truths of God Mm -hmm. and allow them to tenderize you, cause you to love him and worship. And from that place, enter into things. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important in this season. It's so important. And we're not meant to live our faith alone. Like this whole concept of, it, it is a personal relationship with the Lord for sure, but we're meant to do it with a group of people that provoke us, that iron sharpens iron. Yes. We, you know, we encourage, we provoke, submit, we challenge all of that. Yep. And so it's just, it's essential part of our faith. And 100%. Jesus did that. Yes, he did. It, it's just mind blowing to me. The same, the God of the universe, Jesus lived amongst people, did this, you know, three and a half year ministry trip, so to speak yep. with his disciples seeing humanity up close and personal and still went to the cross. Yes. I don't know that I would have done it. Mm, That's why I love the Lord. Yeah, and not me. He's not. I love you, but different. (laughs) It's different. It's different. Hey, man, we're keeping this one short, but. Yeah, because, you know, you got to get to the holiday party now. (laughs) (laughs) So, but in it, we just want to just take time to focus on the the simple things. And really go after it. And uh, I believe you'll see much fruit from it. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, just a little side thing. I am doing a uh, Advent reading plan on version. That's really cool. Mm. And I know that you're going to see this and it's going to be, hey, it's almost Christmas time. You can binge it. If you can binge, you know, season 10 of something, you can, you can do a little binge read of the Advent, catch up, and then um, be ready to go. So it's just Beautiful. a few minutes each day. So it's, it's been really cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. Until next time, Merry Christmas and ho-dee-ho-ho-ho. Ho-ho-ho. Ho-ho-ho.